Welcome to Ikoyi Baptist Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast services. Listen and be blessed. Let's turn to Acts of the Apostles chapter 6. Acts chapter 6. By the way, I need to say that the journey we are embarking on is part of the process of the church that I met on ground. We had to do the election of Dickens last year, but the wisdom of the leadership is that the new pastor is just coming, let's wait a little bit. So we we'll have done this last year because by constitution, as Dickens rotate out, you elect new Dickens. That's what our church policy says. So, this is not primarily my invention. It is the decision of IBC. I'm all just following what the church has put in place. And I support it 100%. And I trust that the Lord will give us his best in Jesus' name. Acts chapter 6 from verse 1. In those days, when the number of disciples was increasing, the Grecian Jews among them complained against the Hebrew Jews because their widows were being overlooked in the daily distribution of food. So the twelve gathered all the disciples together and said, It will not be right for us to neglect the ministry of the word of God in order to wait on tables. Brothers, Choose seven men from among you who are known to be full of the spirit and wisdom. We will turn this responsibility over to them and we give attention to prayer and the ministry of the world. This proposal pleased the old group. They chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Spirit. Also Philip, Prochorus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenas, and Nicholas from Antioch, a convert to Judaism. They presented this man to the apostles who prayed and laid their hands on them. Verse 7, let's read together. So the word of God spread. The number of disciples in Jerusalem increased rapidly and a large number of priests became obedient 
to the faith. The Dickens ministry. I'm on page two of your booklet. The Dickens ministry is one of God's gifts to the body of Christ. And in the passage we just read, it was necessitated by rapid growth of the early church. That church grew from the initial 120. They became 5,000 at some point, And the growth was just rapid. And whenever you have this kind of growth, there will be challenges, which we see also in this passage. And it has to do with the Grecian Jews who are protesting the neglect of their widows in the daily distribution of food. When the complaint got to the apostles, they did not keep quiet. They dealt with that problem immediately. And the problem was solved. The result of this decision was positive for the early church. And we see that in verse 7, that the word of God spread the number of disciples, not converts. The number of disciples in Jerusalem increased out rapidly. And a large number of priests became obedient to the faith. Unfortunately, the trajectory of the diaconate ministry in some contemporary churches is a complete deviation. Deaconship has become of a cause in some churches than a blessing. Equate Baptist Church, we need to continue to thank God that over the years God has been raising for us wonderful deacons to serve in this assembly. And I want to trust God that this time around again, it will help us. I didn't hear your amen. If you know what is happening in some Baptist churches when it comes to the issue of deacons, uh, you, you will know that we need to pray. While preparing the material, one of the books I consulted, talk, a, a pastor that wrote the book was talking about what happened in Suleja, one of the Baptist churches. I wouldn't know what they said the pastor did. And the, the, the still board of deacons in that church. So the chairman of the board of deacons called the pastor invited other deacons and they laid the pastor on the table and asked the janitor to flog the pastor. That book is in the Gumoshaw Library. And that is why some pastors, I, I know some pastors who said as long as they are pastors in their church, they will not elect deacons. Because in some quarters, deacons our opposition party. So if God has blessed us over the years in this assembly that you have deacons that are interested in moving the work of God forward, 
purpose of God forward, we should be thankful to God. And this season again, as we look unto God, may God give us his best. I didn't hear your amen. If we miss it, God forbid. The work of many years can be scattered in one day. If we miss it. And I'm praying we will not miss it. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So it's good that we return to the Bible from time to time to rediscover the purpose of God for the Dickens ministry. And that will help us to follow biblical pattern. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord has helped IBC over the years in the election of Dickens. By the grace of God, it will help us again. May we all cooperate with the spirit of the living God again to choose those he has ordained for this set time. May we not choose based on personal sentiments or any of such carnal ways. May God help us to choose men and women after his heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. By the way, can I request all our deacons in IBC to please stand up? All our deacons, serving deacons and those who have rotated out. Can you please rise? Can you face the congregation? Can we put our hands together for these wonderful men and women of God? That clapping is so small. I think you can do better. A little more. Hallelujah. God bless you, our deacons. We appreciate you. I love and respect the ministry of deacons. It's not easy. They are the servants of the church. I've benefited immensely by the ministry of deacons. I actually gave my life to Christ under the ministry of a deacon. We didn't have a pastor at the time. It was this deacon who actually came to start First Stack Baptist Church. Deacon J.A. Adebayo. I'm looking for that man to say thank you. I've not seen him more than 30 years now. I hope he's still alive. It was under that month's ministry that I gave my life to Christ. God discipled. My life changed. So I respect Dickens. I believe God can use them mightily to do exploits. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Suffice to say, I'm also surrounded by Dickens at the family level. My parents are Dickens and Dickness. Dickens and Dickness. My brother-in-law is a Dickens. So I'm just blessed all around. 
And as I came to IBC, I didn't come to a deaconless church. I'm blessed by these deacons that are working together with us to move this congregation forward. Am I not a blessed man? I am. To God be the glory. Understanding the ministry of deacons. Understanding the ministry of deacons. The word deacon cannot be found in the passage we read. But that word, that term evolved over time in the early church. And we see it appearing in 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 8 to 13 in Philippians. And we see also an Old Testament corollary to this in Exodus chapter 18, where Jethro advised Moses to choose capable men that will join in to do the work of ministry so that the burden could be shared through proper delegation. And when that was done, Moses was relieved and the work of God moved forward. So we see the apostles also proposing that seven men be chosen to help them undo the ministry to the widows. If the apostles will do everything, the people of God will suffer. The work of God will not move forward. And God will not be glorified. Thank God for this wisdom of delegation. And when they did, we see the result that God brought to bear. So as we look at Acts chapter 6, we want to gain some wisdom. By wisdom, a house is built. And through understanding, it is established. A good understanding of the Dickens ministry is required for the right selection, ordination, and operation. And that is why we are insisting that every one of us should go through this together. Attendance will be taken every Sunday. And it is only those who have contributed at least 70% attendance that will be eligible for voting at the end of the day. For how can you vote if you don't know what you are voting for? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Some of the insights that can be gleaned from the New Testament about the Dickens ministry include the following. Number one, the Dickens ministry is different from the fivefold ministry. The fivefold ministry is what? Mm. I'm not doing worker. You know what they call worker? I'm not doing worker. These five fingers represent what? Apostle. Thus said the Lord, prophet, pastor, and teachers. 
That's a five-fold ministry gift. That's a passage Reverend used this morning for call to worship. So when you talk about deacons, a deacon is not an apostle. A deacon is also not a prophet, even though he can prophesy. You know, there's a difference between prophesying and being a prophet. A deacon is not an evangelist, even though a deacon will evangelize. A deacon is not a pastor, even though sometimes we can ask them to go and do what? Pastor churches for us. But that is not his or a primary word, primary calling. Praise the Lord. The challenge here is that all of us, whether pastors or deacons, should know the boundary of our calling and stay there. As a pastor, I should not leave my pastoral responsibility and be intruding into what? The deacon's ministry. Otherwise, the purpose will be defeated. If the pastor will take over the deacon's ministry with his own, he will wear himself out so soon the work of God will suffer. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Deacons should also not intrude into that of the pastors. We should stay within our calling, and as we do that, God's work will prosper. Hallelujah. Deaconship is not a title like chief tenancy. It's not a tumba or what else you call it, igwe, and so on and so forth. That is where the convention has taken the decision that you cannot be a chief and a deacon at the same time in the Baptist church. You will choose one. Praise the Lord. Let me ask your neighbor, what is your choice? Chief or a servant of God? You want to be a chief? Praise the Lord. Deaconship is not a status booster. That once I'm made a deacon now, my ego is boosted. You know, my career changes. The way I begin to walk. So yes, the deacon has arrived. No, you are still the same person with added responsibility on your life. Deaconship implies servanthood. The Greek root word for deacon is diakonos. The root word diakono that provides a clear interpretation. Diakon gives the idea of running errands, to be an attendant or a waiter at the table. Cut shallow pine that the best comparison we have in modern vernacular is a waiter in a restaurant. Such attends to people he serves and does whatever is necessary to ensure they are fed and nourished properly and comfortably. 
The word deacon describes both the office and the assignment of whoever is called to serve as a deacon. A deacon is one whom God has given the privilege to be a servant of the church. He is called to assist the fivefold ministry gifts and the entire congregation. Failure to come to terms with this is perhaps the reason for different types of abuses found in some of our churches today. Hallelujah. In case you are made a deacon in the process of this exercise, let me tell you up front that God is calling you to come and serve the church. To be a servant. To be what? A boy, boy. Eh? To be a waiter. Eh? Will you be willing to do that? For the kingdom of God. That's, that's the reality. These men sometimes will not sleep in their homes. Any little thing like this, we call them, you need to go and visit so and so. You need to handle this matter. And you see them going. Last year, I don't know how many times they can adequately have to travel to Bayesa in preparation for church planting. They can Yusuf and Co. They can Akinju Ibe. We've gone to Akure this year. Uh, they can So they move at no, anytime you beckon on them, they are ready to move. So it looks a demeaning task. That is why it is not everybody that can take this responsibility. You must be broken enough. Hallelujah. Number five, deaconship is not a token of settlement. Like it's done in some churches by pastors to settle certain people whom they consider deserving. Thank God for the Baptist church. That that cannot be done. It's not allowed. Even though we know that some churches they practice that, but it's always a problem in the long run. That the pastor will just sit in his office and write the names of people he wants to be deacons and just come to the church and announce. I know some churches who have done that, but it's not right. Praise the Lord. So deaconship is not a token of settlement. Deaconship is a delegated ministry. A major principle of effective leadership is delegation. Delegation has to do with assigning of responsibilities to others who can help accomplish stated objectives. The work of the ministry is very large in scope such that no minister can do it alone. Wise men over the years knew this and so have learned to delegate specific aspects of their assignment to other capable hands. We see the patriarchs, Moses, Jesus, our Lord, and the host of leaders in the Bible practicing the principle of delegation. We want to trust God 
even here in IBC, to maintain that principle that ministries' responsibilities such as visitation, naming ceremonies, benevolence, coordinating of the house fellowship centers, and so on, can be adequately taken care of. And this will free the pastors from distractions and allow us to concentrate on the ministry of prayer and the word of God. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 6, verse 1 and 3, reveals that deaconship is open only to disciples. Deaconship is open only to who? Only to who? So that when you begin to put down names of people to serve, these are the parameters. So the question is, who is a disciple? You know, in verse 1, the Bible says, in those days, when the number of, number of what? Disciples was increasing. He didn't say the number of converts. Rather, the Bible says the number of disciples. There's difference between a convert and a disciple. A convert is the one who has given his life to Christ, but a disciple is someone who has moved forward in his spiritual journey. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So when they said, choose seven men from among you. Among which people? Among the disciples. Among the disciples. And like I said, who is a disciple? Disciples are men and women who have gone through the family training scheme. Disciples are which people, men and women that have gone through the family training scheme. When you give your life to Christ, you are added to the family of God and you are now taught the ABC principles of that family. But it's sad that many people have given their life to Christ, but they have not moved forward in their journey. They've not learned the rudiments of the Christian family. Let's look at Acts chapter 2, verse 42, to see the pattern in the early church. Acts 2, verse 42 says, can we read it together? They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. That is discipleship. And that continues. We say disciples, men and women, that Christ has been formed in. Christ is already formed on the inside of them. Galatians chapter 4 verse 19 says, my little children, 
of whom I travail in death until Christ be formed in them. Spiritual formation. Who is a disciple? Disciple is one that is growing in the process of becoming like Jesus. Romans 8 verse 29. Disciples, simply put, are not baby Christians. Hallelujah. Disciples are not what? Baby Christians. They are mature spiritually, mature mentally, mature physically. Can we read Ecclesiastes chapter 10? Ecclesiastes chapter 10. Verse 16. Can we read it together? What to you, O land, whose king is a servant, and whose princes feast in the morning? Can you give us King James translation? Let's read King James translation. Woe to thee, O land, when thy king is a child, and thy princes eat in the morning. One of the problems of Nigeria is this, that most of our leaders are babies. I believe strongly that Nigeria's problem is not resources. Our problem as a nation is the problem of leadership. If you can get mature leaders, things will flow. And we have them all over Nigeria, all over the world, but they will not allow them to get there. By God's grace, Lord will push them there in Jesus' name. The same thing in the church. If you have baby pastors, baby deacons, baby leaders, there's no way the church can move forward. So as you trust God for new sets of deacons, may the Lord open your eyes to see mature men and women. Did you see that scripture? Baby leaders, what do they do in the morning? They feast. They eat their future ahead of time. They don't know how to pay the price, the sacrifice that goes with leadership. If you talk about fasting and prayer, they will say, no, uh, pastor, it is you people that should be fasting and praying. We are deacons. Every month, by the grace of God, pastors, three days fasting and prayer is compulsory. And good news for the deacons, as we move to next year now, the deacons will join us. You can't do this work in the energy of the flesh. We need the grace, the anointing of the Holy Spirit to move the, the work of God forward on a daily basis. So when you feast every morning, you don't know anything about fasting and prayer. How can you be an effective deacon? Remember that deacon in my former church who had the problem of witchcraft at home. 
and could not deal with it. They said, every now and then they must rush their children to the hospital. Suddenly they discovered that the house help they brought in was involved in witchcraft. And there's a particular way she sleeps at night when she's flying to go and join their meeting. While everybody is sleeping flat on the bed, she sleeps with her back and puts her two legs on the wall. So, my deacon wanted to confirm because the wife has been telling say, I don't like the way I see this girl sleeping every time I go to their room. So, deacon woke up that night and went to confirm and saw the thing. He could not enter the, the room. He stood at the door and carried by and did like this. At least he knew something. But that's not the biblical way to undo witchcraft. Praise the Lord. So I'm trusting God that as we move to this next set of selection, God will be hardened to us. Fire brand dickens. Fire carrying dickens. That once they appear like this, any demon on assignment, they say, no, I can't stand this dickens. I can't stand this one. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If we fail to choose mature deacons, we are under woe. Say woe unto you, O land, when your king is a child. So the Lord will not allow us to choose baby deacons, but disciples. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you now see where discipleship has been important over the years in the church? Yeah. If you have not taken advantage of discipleship over the years, is it now? What can you do between now and June ending? Eh? Say, Pastor, I'll be a disciple. I'll be a disciple. This different thing, I'm interested. I'm interested. So I want to be a disciple now. It's too late. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now can I ask you, are you a disciple of our Lord Jesus? Deaconship or no deaconship, God wants all of us to be what? Disciples. Hallelujah. Deaconship is only for those who are known to the congregation. In other words, they are not ghosts. They are not spirits. They are people that we are familiar with. The Bible says... Choose from among you men that are known. It's people that we know. You know them to their family life, to their business life. Everything about them beyond the church, you are familiar with. Hallelujah. Part of the things we do in selection of deacons is that the Constitution also permits here that we scrutinize every candidate. And usually you go to their family, you interview their wives or their spouses, their children. Say, so want to meet, make your papa dicky know? What do you think? <clears throat> if at that point your son says, show, 
Hey. <laughs> what did you say, sir? <laughs> uh, I received my comment. You know that that man has what? He has faith. Where you are working, we will come there. And we ask your colleagues. Say, Brother James is being considered to be a deacon in our church. Please, can you tell us a little bit about him? What do you know about him? <laughs> he said, James, do you want me to tell you the truth? Just wait for me. And the man went and bring a, what's this register they normally sign before? Clock, time book. He said, E.G., This morning, James came to the office at 11 a.m. He signed 7.30. I don't have any, anything else to say. Go and take your decision. It's a critical issue. May the Lord help us. Deaconship demands exceptional qualities. They must be spirit-filled, full of faith. Deaconship is serious responsibility. Deaconship is a gift to the apostles. Deacons are meant to strengthen our hands, encourage us, help us to push the work of God forward. They stand between the congregation and the pastors. When pastors are doing things that the congregation does not understand, the deacons are there to do what? To explain it to them. Vice versa. So deaconship is a gift to the apostles. Deaconship is meant to bring about growth in a local church. And that's what we see in Acts chapter 6. That when they did it right... The Bible says that the church grew, the number of disciples increased, even priests, many of them became obedient to the faith, and the word of God spread rapidly. It's our prayer that God who has helped us before will help us again. I didn't hear your amen. Hallelujah. We hope you were blessed. Ikoi Baptist Church is a Bible-believing church located at 5-7 Latif Jackandir Road in Ikoi of Lagos State, Nigeria. You can find us on Facebook at Ikoi Baptist Church or reach the church directly via phone at 0163-20485 and 0163-20486. For more information, please visit the church website at www.ikoibaptistchurch.org Thank you.